0: Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live.
1: I think all of us have a natural human tendency to uh, sugarcoat bad news if the bad news is about someone or something that we like, that we agree with, a family member. Or whatever it is. Because we are humans, it is difficult for us to be objective with people, organizations, things that we like and we appreciate. It's very easy for a Protestant to rip to shreds the Catholic Church for the way they handled the sexual abuse disaster. Not only here in America but around the world. And it was and continues to be horrific, and I am convinced the Catholic Church has still not dealt with it properly. And the magnitude is almost beyond our imagination. So it's very easy for a Protestant, although... Well, I'm not even going to get into that, but technically, a Baptist is not a Protestant. I'm kid, I'm not. I'm not going to walk down that road today. But uh, it's easy for a non-Catholic, let's put it that way. It's it's very easy for a non-Catholic to just rip to shreds the Catholic Church. But this time, we're dealing with the Southern Baptist Convention, and let me say right from the outset, the Southern Baptist Convention is near and dear to my heart. Uh, almost all of my ministry, my adult ministry, has been outside the Southern Baptist Convention. It has been only in the last few years that Joy and I have actually been involved in a Southern Baptist Church. The, past, the church that I pastored, the church that Joy and I founded, was not a Southern Baptist Church. But since the conservative resurgence, the conservative revival under W.A. Criswell, Bailey Smith, Adrian Rogers, uh, etc., etc., since they went to war for truth and defeated and conquered the liberals, kicked them out of the denomination, kicked them out of their seminaries, man, I have been on the side of the Southern Baptists because they have been on the side of Scripture. And folks, I'm on the side of anybody who's on the side of Scripture. I've watched them. So anyway, I I have just had enormous respect for the people of the Southern Baptist Convention, the work that they have done, standing for truth, etc., etc. But for several years, there has been suspicion, whisperings, about a problem within the Southern Baptist Convention concerning the cover-up of sexual abuse. The cover-up. Folks, listen. Wherever there are human beings, we will have sin, and we will have failure. So, it is sad, but not surprising, that we would find out that some pastors and spiritual leaders have been involved in sexual sin. Sad, but probably not shocking unless it is c- completely out of control. But uh, and I, and I hope I hope I'm articulating this correctly. I think what is probably worse than the abuse itself, not that that is not horrific and horrible, it's the cover-up. And that was the problem with the Catholics. We know that thousands and thousands and thousands of priests who were discovered to be serial molesters— and they were just transferred to another parish where they molested more innocent people. The molestation and the abuse was horrible, but then there was the cover-up by people that should have been trusted. Well, again, there have been whispers about things like this happening within the convention uh, for several years. It reached a crescendo at the annual meeting last year. And the messengers voted overwhelmingly to appoint an independent sexual abuse task force in cooperation with an independent organization called Guidepost Solutions. Guidepost Solutions has been hired by a lot of Christian ministries to look deeply into the ministry, the organization, and to see if there is a problem with sexual abuse and cover-up. That was a year ago. Well, after months of work by the Sexual Abuse Task Force and Guidepost Solutions, a 288-page report was released publicly yesterday. 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 And it has revealed that the problem has been great in the denomination. Now, to complicate things, the Southern Baptists operate unlike major denominations, United Methodists, ELCA, or the Catholic Church, where there is a hierarchy and each church is under the authority of a a council or so forth. Every single Southern Baptist church in America is completely autonomous. Completely autonomous. The Southern Baptist Convention does not call pastors, move pastors, remove pastors, install pastors. Every single church is completely autonomous. They hire and fire their own pastors, they have their own government, they have their own officers. And for their local church, they don't answer to anyone about anything except God. And in understanding this report, that's incredibly important. However, churches must affiliate with the Southern Baptist Convention. In order to officially affiliate with the convention there is supposed to be a credentialing investigation of the individual church in order for that church to identify with the convention. So it's a complicated thing in that if sexual abuse is occurring in a local church, there has been no mechanism of the main denomination— to deal with a church in Arkansas or Missouri or Ohio or California for the denomination to rightfully deal with accusations of sexual abuse unless the accusations are against leaders. I hope I'm not confusing you. But the autonomy of the individual churches makes this much more complicated than if there was a hierarchy involved like many of the presbyterians lutherans etc well this 288 page report is revealing that there were accusations for years against leaders within the convention high ranking leaders and uh, the executive committee leaders as well. And there is a massive amount of cover-up. And that is what the report is revealing. Now, am I done? No. Do I have to take a break? Yes, I do. I'll uh, try to make more sense of this when we come back. But first, I want to thank Linda in Dublin. Linda, God bless you. Linda called 877-882-0792. And we're about, yeah, we're about $100 away from freeing another slave. Call 877-882-0792. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Bob Bernie Live. Again, just quickly I want to say a very special thank you to Linda in Dublin, who just a few moments ago called eight seven seven eight eighty two zero seven ninety two and with her gift. I'm not sure what my math was earlier, but I just checked and rechecked it. We are $40 away from setting our 23rd slave free. $40. That's all we need. $40 to set our 23rd slave free. With that, then we'll only need nine more. $40, and we will set our 23rd slave free. Somebody, somebody could right now call 877-882-0792 and pledge $40. And we can rejoice that 23 slaves will be set free. And then we can work on the other nine. Our goal, 33. Now, with another $40, we're down to the last nine slaves. 877 877- 8820792 40 bucks and we'll be at slave number 23 or you can go online to the word columbus.com the word columbus.com. all right southern baptist convention is reeling from an explosive report released yesterday let me read just a small portion of the report our investigation revealed that for many years A few senior executive committee leaders, along with outside counsel, largely controlled the executive committee's response to these reports of abuse. They closely guarded information about abuse allegations and lawsuits, which were not shared with executive committee trustees and were singularly focused on avoiding liability for the SBC to the, exclusion, uh, to the exclusion of other considerations. The report says that for the two decades within the scope of the investigation, survivors of abuse and other concerns Southern Baptists have met with, quote, resistance, stonewalling, and even outright hostility from some within the executive committee. Uh, Over the years, the E.C. Executive Committee's response to sexual abuse allegations was largely driven by senior E.C. staff members, particularly D. August Augie Boto, the E.C. General Counsel, and later interim E.C. President, as well as the SBC's long-serving outside counsel, James Gunther, James Jordan, and the firm of Gunther, Jordan, and Price, uh, their main concern was avoiding any potential liability for the SBC. All right. Uh, so it doesn't look like I'm trying to sugarcoat anything. Let's deal with the good news first. The good news is it looks like these sexual abuse accusations are certainly not anywhere close to being in the thousands. We're not told how many. Uh it possibly could be in the hundreds over 10 years in a denomination of millions, the largest Protestant denomination in America. Does that diminish the hurt of those that were abused and were, uh, tried to get help and assistance from the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention? Does it diminish their their they're hurt, their shame. Of course not. And it should not. Um, it looks like most of the stonewalling resistance were from the legal eagles in the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention, who obviously, from this report, were far more concerned about financial liability than helping people. And I think that's, I think, and I haven't read, and I don't think I probably will, all 288 pages. I'm reading summaries. Again, this just came out yesterday. Um, so if there is good news, the good news is uh, the corruption, and I think that's a proper word to use, corruption, the sin, the evil um was confined to some upper level leadership in the executive committee and the uh legal um uh, representatives of the convention the attorneys who evidently from this report didn't care about the people they were concerned about financial liability and so They resisted, stonewalled, and even expressed hostility towards uh, particularly women who were reporting abuse. So, if there is good news, number one, the Southern Baptist Convention themselves requested to be investigated. The messengers, the people who made up the Southern Baptist Convention, demanded that they be investigated. That's good. The fact that the corruption was limited to upper-level management, if you will, uh, that can be considered good news. Now, the bad news. This is going to harm the cause of Christ for a long time. The mainstream media is going to be all over this. You're going to hear about this over and over and over again. Um, the Southern Baptist Convention is going to have a huge black eye over this, and those involved in the cover-up should be punished in whatever way possible if if they violated laws, they should be prosecuted. They should immediately be disciplined by the denomination, and the individuals that were abused and mistreated should be compensated. Um, This is going to hurt the cause of Christ, and that is sad.